you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. This episode is brought to you by Organifi. Go to Organifi.com slash real moms to receive 20% off your order. My, 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 what a week we've had finales. We've had reunions and I mean, it's been a lot. So let's just dive right in to last night's Southern charm reunion. Uh, started off with a bang. I mean, Taylor came out guns blazing. She really did. And I did not expect it from her, but I, I loved it. I loved that Taylor is kind of taking back her truth and holy shit. Did she make Shep feel horrible? Like another side note, Catherine saying Shep is turning into Thomas. <laughs> um, but you know, when she said I was the whore that lasted the longest, like, wow, I do. I felt like I was a little confused where it came from because she was like, you say you've slept with 300 women and you're adding me to that list. Well, like he was probably, let's say he has slept with 300. You were probably two, 275 Taylor, like, or 280. Like, I, I feel like some of it, I was a little bit confused about because I'm like, well, you knew who he was going into it, not excusing his behavior, but I, I was confused by some of the things she was throwing out there, but I think she's just so upset that like they broke up and he's now like slept with all of Texas and is just going right back to his ways. And you got a little bit more of that when she was saying to Austin, like every girl wants a guy that will fight. I think she was hoping maybe Shep would have either fought for her or would have like spent time reflecting on it and somehow came back like groveling. And because it didn't happen, that's even more salt on the wound for her. But I'm thinking I liked her uh, strength. Yeah. I'm thinking in terms of, you know, the whole 300, I'm guessing she didn't realize any of this until um, the, like how naughty, I guess, if you yeah. want to put it or sexually promiscuous Shep has been until post breakup, because if you recall, there is a moment in time, and I can't remember if this was before or after they filmed the reunion, but there's speculation that they were back together. And yeah. then she posted this story saying, no, we're not together. You can stop sending me messages of like Shep hooking up with people. So I'm guessing, you know, since that Raya episode, I'm guessing, I mean, the floodgates has opened for Taylor and probably opened her blinders and her eyes to what Shep is truly doing behind her back. So I feel like some of that anger is the fact that he cheated on her. I'm surprised she didn't say that, but yeah, yeah it's like, she didn't want to come forward and say it directly. Um, but I mean, you definitely could understand why she'd be so upset just based off of his, behavior. let me ask you this. Would you know Kevin's favorite color and animal? 
Um, I know his favorite color, but that's from having kids. So I wouldn't necessarily have known his favorite color prior to us getting married. I feel like that's just not something that like comes up naturally as an adult and favorite animal. Like I, I feel bad saying this, but I kind of agreed with Shep. Like, I think he was kind of like, those are such like random, like arbitrary things to like question how well somebody knows someone. And I even think Shep was like, I don't know if purple really is his favorite color. Yeah. I mean, a part of me was like, I don't think it's that weird to know, but I guess on the flip side, I don't know that it's that weird to not know. Do you know Kyle's Um, favorite color prior to uh, having kids? Prior to having kids. I feel like we've had the discussion and he's not going to listen to this, but I would say blue is his favorite color. Yeah. And then I would say the tiger is his favorite animal because he loves the Mizzou tiger so damn much. So that's. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like it's like one of those things that like, I don't think just naturally, like on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth date, you're like, what's your favorite color? Like I do think like there's other things I know about them, like favorites, like favorite meal, favorite drink, like that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I thought that was a little random. I also thought it's very odd that Austin and Shep are dick twins. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. You know, my husband and his group of friends. So this is totally on brand. I actually need to ask him if they've ever done this. I'm, I was going to say, I, I'm sure that group has, I feel like they have, but, um, so sorry guys. You're like, what? My husband is very fratty and he's grown up. Don't worry. Um, there's no <laughs> problematic behavior now as a grown up. However, him and his group of guy friends are very close and it would not shock me if, there was some dick examination, um, going on. I, I mean, it is kind of funny, but it's also, I, I would hope they were all very intoxicated because I know sober if Kyle and like, if we were yes. me and Kevin and Kyle were together and he just whipped it out, I would feel very uncomfortable with that. Um, I agree. I thought it was really funny that when Madison's like, that's right. I saw your dick to shop. So that made me think that like, obviously alcohol was involved, but, um, I thought, I just thought it was very random, very hilarious. And then I kind of liked how then it turned into like, that's why Austin wants to see Craig stick. You know, I embrace the openness of a, the male friendship. I've pretty much seen like almost all of my friends boobs. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I also like, yeah, I guess that's true. I, but I have zero desire to st- I mean, I would never be like, Abby, let me see your vagina. I don't know. It's I'll just... show you. I'm going to show you at BravoCon. Don't worry. No, I agree. Oh it's God. a little different, but just I've just, different. it was an yeah. unexpected random um, revelation. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. So I feel like we make a lot of jumps. So we go from that, like odd, weird, funny moment into Austin talking about his sister and we see Taylor get upset. We later find out Taylor's sister has cancer is not doing well. So you can see how that was triggering for her. But what I thought was really sweet was Madison tears up. Shep is crying. Naomi wipes away a tear. Andy's crying. It looked like Craig was kind of like fighting back tears. Um, but like, I just thought it was in, I don't want to say endearing, but like it was refreshing to see this group that seemingly is all about just drunk antics and fights and hooking up with one another and then breaking up with one another that they, have like this human element and that like just experiencing a loss like that, they could all feel Austin's pain. Yeah, no, it was, I appreciate any time a reality star is willing to be vulnerable because I think as fans, we are so accustomed to people trying to hinder their truth and what's going on. Um, so I honestly always tip my hat to vulnerability. I know you guys, we've come like a little, almost full circle on her Austin. Abby, I'm curious to know your thoughts after this, but 
Um, it was, it was really, really heart touching and Taylor with her sister. I wish you would, I mean, I know that's a hard topic, but I wish we would have gotten that from her during the season too. I have to wonder if maybe her sister didn't want it shared. That's, oh, that's what fair. I that's fair too. wondering. Um, cause she never said her sister has cancer. She just said, my sister isn't doing well. And it was Shep who revealed that she had cancer. So maybe like, it's just one of those things protecting her sister's privacy. Um, but I I'll be honest. I guys I'm liking Austin. I, I liked him this reunion. I also thought it was like the dynamic of him and Madison. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of cheering for you guys to somehow be friends and all this, because when there was like that person, you know, they read like so-and-so tweeted that they're not surprised that Austin's bad in bed. I thought it was hilarious where Madison's like something kept me around for three years. Like I, I liked that. She kind of defended them there. Yeah. Their banter was interesting. And so let me ask you this. Do you think Olivia was out of line? And since she's like, okay, first off, you both hate each other, but it's also really weird to sit here and you guys laugh at each other. Like, do you find that weird? Um, I could see how, if you were somebody who like had to deal with Austin, basically like talking about how much he hated her for the duration of your relationship. And then they're just like, you know, funny, haha, good friends. That would be very frustrating for me. Um, I don't know if I would like necessarily cry or storm off about uh, over it, but I wonder if there were things that were cut because it seemed like she was saying she wanted Austin to have her back more. And yeah, I mean, Madison said some mean girl comments about, uh, about her, but about Olivia, but Olivia threw them right back. So I'm wondering if there was something that we didn't see and maybe Madison just kind of came for Olivia a little harder than Olivia had expected. I don't think Olivia was prepared for this reunion. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say she's a newbie. I also think Olivia is incredibly intimidated and maybe insecure by what Madison and Austin had. Um, obviously we saw as viewers, it took him a second, um, to finally get over it. I think, I think they, I don't know that they'll ever be friends by any means. Like that would, I, I really don't, but I can see them being more friendly and being able to be in the same room like they were and like crack jokes here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I also think Austin sounds to me how he led on Sierra. And then I'm glad Andy asked potentially Olivia seems to me. He just likes friends with benefits. He like appreciates the friendship and like a partner and likes the benefits that come with it. But it sounds yeah. like when it comes down to getting bogged down and having a title, I don't know. And I also think Craig is probably giving him bad advice. Cause if we all remember him and Paige started out as just like, why put a title? Yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. I think he's been given that. I also think he kind of suffers from Peter Pan syndrome. Look who he's friends with Shep. I think that's like, from what we've heard from people who have messaged us seems to be a common thing with men in Charleston that they just don't want to settle down and grow up. Um, so uh, I think that's a big part of it. Okay. I have to say one thing though, that's going to sound awful, but Madison needs to find any makeup artist. I could not get over the bad orangey bronzer. She was wearing all over her face. That's because she went Jersey baby. She, I remember when she posted, she was looking for a makeup artist in New York. And then she said she found one and she worked with Teresa's girl. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I thought that, yeah, it was, I'm, I like, usually I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to be so like critical of another woman. Like, you know, well, she's so we, pretty. It's like, you're she's so beautiful. So, yeah. You made your like, yeah, she's orange. I also thought that eyeshadow because of the face coloring. Um, no, it's it just, just, it's like, it just didn't need to be so smoky and dark. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It just, I, I felt I like wondered- she looked like a blur of just like a weird blur of makeup instead of letting like, her, like you said, she's so pretty, like letting her natural beauty come out. I essentially feel that she had brunette makeup yes. put on a blonde. Yeah. Which would make sense if somebody's used to doing Teresa. Yep. Anyway, um, but so anyway, I just had, but I also love that Austin tinted his eyelashes. Hey, you know what? I, again, here I am defending Austin. I like a man that can like, I mean, Craig used to like to wear eyeliner. I like a guy that's like, you know what? This is kind of a big deal. I'm going to look nice for it. Comfortable in their sexuality and like, yeah. there just pops out their eyes. It's just like really funny to me. And I, I like wonder how that conversation came about. But um, I, you know, Madison always delivers. What was your take on the whole Madison versus Vanita? Um, also, Leva, like, what was your um, take on that? I'm really kind of, to be honest, kind of confused by Leva and like what she's trying to be within this group. Like at times she's like, I'm so sick of these boys. They bully and like, I'm going to put them in their place. But then other times she like wants to be kind of like one of the guys. I don't know. I feel like she sometimes tries to be like Cam, who seemingly kind of was more like the boys handlers um, back when she was first on the show. Uh, and maybe Leva realized like that wasn't I don't know. I just feel like Leva's trying to hard. Like maybe she realized that didn't work out well. So now she's going to be like a girl's girl. I just was kind of confused by just Leva's whole just like just her, the way she was acting the whole time. Yeah, I was a little perplexed. And honestly, like I mean, the way Madison went after Vanita, it made me sad because I want those two to be friends. Yes. I feel like everyone has gone after Vanita. I'm not like in a Vanita apologist or by any means, but the way Naomi came up, I just, it yeah. feels like they went in hard. You know what I mean? Like, like she was an easy target almost. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I just feel like she's an easy target. So it just kind of made me feel bad for her Vanita personally, but I wouldn't want to be on Madison's bad side. Like other oh, people no. discussed. Um, also another thing I wanted to briefly get your take on, um, I think Madison is with a Heather Gay Mormon, which you agree with us. I love it. I love (laughs) it. I think she's with a Heather Gay Mormon. And, um, what was your, what was your thoughts? What are your thoughts about Catherine, the Catherine of it all? What about Catherine? Just Catherine and Naomi. So just like how, you know, how they were talking about the first episode and, um, the party and Naomi's treatment of her and all of that. I think one, they're never going to get along. And I think I kind of feel like Naomi went into it thinking like, well, like one of us will apologize. Things will be cool. We'll move on. And neither one of them really has. I don't, I, I also feel like Catherine sometimes just tries to pick somebody to have a fight with, um, whether it's a boyfriend, a friend, like, I just feel like she always has to be kind of mad at somebody. And so she picked Naomi this season. Yeah. But I also though, and again, guys, I'm not a Catherine apologist by any means. And I'm just speaking on the women and Catherine. I do think from what we've seen, what Catherine's gone through again, being 21, when she started the show and the comments and the criticisms that she received from the women in that group, I do get where she's coming from there because I, I do feel like they were quick to talk about, I have no doubt. Naomi probably did talk about her custody and like, yeah, she is and all of that stuff. So I do under like, kind of understand that from her point of view. Yeah. Uh, no. And I, and I can see why anybody, if you're talking about their kids and when it's something as sensitive as that, how that would be something where you're just going to come in hot and you don't really care about anything else other than 
bringing that person down. I feel like Catherine has been judged by all the women anytime she's been on Southern Charm. I think yes. it's been really hard for her to find girls that she actually can relate to and get along with. I mean, even Cameron apologized to her. Cameron said it took her becoming a mom to realize like how awful she was to Catherine and how hard that must've been at Catherine's age, um, dealing with all of that. So I think, I I do think she's had an unfair treatment the entire time she's been on the show. Absolutely. But, um, wow. So what a part one, it seems like we're going to get three parts. I'm here for it. You're here for it. Okay. Southern charm does deliver where they lack in season. They make up in the reunion. I completely agree. I actually, I, I would rather have a shorter season and then a explosive good reunion, um, or in like a worthy of three parts versus like shows that we know that basically could have done it. You know, I think Atlanta this year did not need three parts. You know, I just think sometimes we, they pick the wrong ones. Um, all right. But speaking of, uh, reunions, we will talk about the Beverly Hills reunion on our, uh, Patreon, but let's, Oh, I'm out of order. Nope. Sorry. Let's jump into Salt Lake city. Um, okay. We're getting ready to go on this trip. But prior to that, we have a conversation with Jen and her mom. And all I'm thinking about is like, as Jen's like crying and her mom saying, we need you. We love you is how like Jen basically stole her mom's entire retirement, knowing she's guilty. It is wild. I mean, you guys know we're hashtag blocked by Jen Shaw. (laughs) Um, we're, we're quick to, you know, she, it's just crazy watching this unfold, knowing how she's going to plea the buildup of the case and everything. I just, I just, uh, if I were her mother, I, I have a lot of compassion for her mother because obviously we're moms and a lot of you are moms listening. And I think we all want the best interests of our children and want to believe them and support them. And I just feel like this mom has been like frauded herself. She like yeah. scammed her mom. Yeah. Like, like all I can think about. Yeah. Like basically you scammed your mom, you stole her retirement. Like, so for those who don't remember, maybe coming in um, new to Salt Lake City, last season, Jen's mom cashed in her 401k to pay for Jen's legal fees. So her mom basically like will probably have to work the rest of her life um, because her daughter pled guilty and like you don't get that money back. So it just I don't the whole thing is kind of infuriating and it's hard to watch her seek and accept everyone's attention and sympathy when you know that like. I mean, first of all, we all knew she was guilty. I don't think there was anybody who really believed she was innocent, but like she tries to convince everyone she's innocent. And like, I just, I don't know if in my heart, I think after a while I'd be like, okay, guys, I don't need the best room on every trip. And she's like, ever since I got arrested, I always get the master suite. It's just like, oh, you're just. It's so crazy. Like, I mean, I think I say this every time when I think about the legal, like the public perception of John Shaw, who did plead guilty versus Erica Jane. Oh yeah. Who has not been guilty, but has been. Um, more drag. drag. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's, it is kind of crazy, but I think as the season continues, I think Jen is going to see her day from the fans. Uh, we, we know she's, she's already seen it from us. So yeah. it's coming. It's coming. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, how Jack doesn't want to go to college. And I mean, you brought this up. He was, there was a video that went viral where these kids were talking about how much money they have in their bank account. He has $760,000 in his bank account. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to go to college either. That's close to a million dollars. So crazy. But the thing is, I think too, he's just so naive because he said that's like his product. Like that might be, I don't know if that's truly his bank account or business. I have no idea how that would work, but um, hopefully he does go to college because anything can be taken in a day. 
Like, (laughs) but your education cannot, I sound like my dad, my dad would be very proud of me for saying that, but I don't know. It's just very interesting or at least take a, what do they do now? Gap years. I feel like a lot of people do a gap year. Yeah. Do a gap year or I, or do like an internship. I mean, if you really want to be an entrepreneur and have your own companies and stuff and be successful, that's great. Um, and maybe college isn't the best thing for you, but like, it feels like he's like, well, I've got this product and I'm just going to sit here and collect the cash on that for the rest of my life. And it could, it, it could, that could go away quickly. You never know. I mean, something could happen and you get sued or people just stop buying your product. There's been several products out there that everyone thought were amazing. And now you never hear or see about them. So, um, yeah, I think, I hope he, whether he goes to college or not, finds like a little bit more of a path and he seems pretty unmotivated. And as a parent, I think that's what's the most frustrating part is yeah. just no motivation. I think he's just like a rich kid. You know, he's just like a rich kid who's had everything handed to him. Hasn't really had to work hard. Um, this company was handed to him. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see Jack. Um, all right. This part like was really hard, um, to watch and to process. So Whitney, um, starts talking to her husband and starts crying. Um, she has large parts of her childhood. She doesn't remember. She's been going through a lot of different like therapy and working with a healer. Her brother has been finding different types of therapy as well. And memories came back and he called Whitney to basically tell her that memories came back of her being abused. And I think like the hardest part and a a trigger warning for anybody, um, who has experienced, um, sexual abuse, but I think the way she was talking about it and the way she wouldn't directly say it. And then asked her husband, do you still love me? Leads me to believe that it was sexual abuse, um, which it just like that, like not that any abuse. Yeah. Is better, it's, it's but just it's just like, it makes yeah. you sick to your stomach. Like it just, it just and when yeah. they talked about the bathroom, like the DMs yeah. in the bathroom, I think we're just kind of connecting the dots of what kind of was happening to her there. Um, it was so heartbreaking. I never wanted to hug a housewife more than watching her in that scene. And just, uh, my heart breaks for her. And I, I commend her for one being so open. And I mean, it, as we've known Whitney, she's been on this, you know, like she said, healing journey, whether it be her relationship with her father, her relationship with the church. And now it's like her relationship with herself. So I, I just, I, I have a soft spot. She's my birthday twin. So I have a soft spot oh, for Whitney. Yeah. I just, that was, it was just, it made me sick to my stomach, to be honest. Um, And just seeing her like, just like raw emotions with it. And then we go to Scottsdale. I didn't find it. This is like such a jump. And, but I was like laughing when they were all like, oh, Scottsdale. And Heather's like, I mean, it's just like Salt Lake City, but warmer. And if you've been to Scottsdale, you can kind of like, I, I know what she means by that. Like, it's just, Scottsdale's great, but it's just more of like a mountain and a beautiful scene. And you just kind of sit by a pool or sit and day drink and stuff. But I just thought it was funny. She was like, yeah, we're just going to the warm version of Salt Lake city. I thought it was funny too. I made that part made me laugh. And also it made me laugh how they brought up Mary Cosby and oh, the I flashback know. we got of her. Cause that house was really dated. Like I thought it was really funny. like, this makes me miss Mary. I mean, it, yes, that made me laugh. Also, I have to say Bravo to production when they were like, I mean, can Jen even leave the country? And then they clipped to Jen going like USA baby. Like that was just, just chef's kiss. Amazing. Amazing, but we're off to a good start. They go through the healing exercise, and you know, Meredith and Lisa continue to kind of go head to head. I'm not sure that those two will recover, but again, never say never, knowing that Meredith and Jen have a relationship. It very well, <laughs> they could be reunited next season. I just think time, time heals all wounds. 
time really does heal all wounds. All right. Before we jump into Beverly Hills, here's a quick little uh, commercial break. You guys hear us talk about Organifi all the time, but we've been loving their new fall flavors. We talked about their gold pumpkin, but there's also now a chocolate flavor, which is like a nice little sweet treat. I love putting it in smoothies. Um, so put a little scoop in there with a smoothie, um, just to get a little bit of that, like a fruity, sweet taste with chocolate. It's amazing. Go to Organifi.com slash real moms to get 20% off your order. And I should add, it's amazing and tastes great. And it's an awesome way to get in extra vitamins and nutrients and just be a healthier, healthier version of you. All right. Beverly Hills. Um, I want a mini Kelly Birkin. So oh my bad. God. That party. This is like, I was <laughs> reading our, your notes and I was like, this is like our kind of party. Abby and so I, bougie. <laughs> we love, yeah. So bougie. we love a good designer bag. It's like something that never goes out of style. Um, and I just, I just have always had an affinity for designer purses. I I've don't know. I will never probably likely own a Birkin in my <laughs> lifetime, but hell yeah. And I'm glad they encouraged Garcelle to get it. Here's what I'll say about designer handbags too, for people that are like, you know, not sure if you want to invest in something like that one, I I get it. It's expensive. So it's like not always for everyone, but if you want to splurge on something for yourself, I always say, get a nice piece of jewelry or get a nice handbag because it will always fit you. Um, like you think about when you're pregnant or just, you know, throughout life, we sometimes there's seasonalities to our shape. Um, I just love that. Like when I put on like a fancy, like piece of jewelry or wear a really nice handbag, it like makes me feel confident and like good about myself. Even if it's like, I can't wear my favorite pair of jeans or my favorite heels because I'm pregnant and that'd be uncomfortable. So I hope one day, I actually hope one day I do have a Birkin, but I'm not going to have like a full one. I'll have like a the Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to spend $25,000 on a a purse. No, I I couldn't do it. That gives me hives thinking about it. And I makes me Patrick came back. Yes. I did love that Patrick was there. I thought it was, that was so sweet. How do you think that worked? Do you think like Kathy, Kathy loves Garcelle. I bet like like, here, him, like, how does that work? That sounds weird. I bet because Kathy loves Garcelle. So if I had to guess, I would say that Kathy um, probably said like, here, I'll have Patrick come over and help you like with your party is what I would imagine. And even with him, not even her not being there. So I don't know. That was, that's not, that's some rich people shit right there. Here, that's like here, here have my, bar, butler. Bar my butler. Yep. That's like, that'd be like me being like, I'll come over and help you clean the house before a party. That's like what us common people do. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, um, you know, I'd be worried if I came over and cleaned your house that I'd get sick and get cancer. Oh my God. What the fuck? Like in the whole Kathy of it all. So we're fast forwarding to the party and the confrontations that had to happen. Oh my God. The way that she's like, I'd get sick and get cancer. Like Rena was like on one because she was ready to talk about it. Um, she was ready. Like she was starting to try, like, try to talk about it at Garcelle's party. And Kyle gets up and was like, I don't want to talk about my sister. And then Renna kept going over and being like, she needs to get help. She needs help. She needs to do work and all this stuff. And it's interesting to me. And this has been memed and everyone po- is posting about it, but like Renna really is the pot calling the kettle black. Like, I, I mean, how many people has she lost her temper on or just like been awful too. And now she's going to like, act like she's traumatized, but traumatized by Kathy Hilton's behavior and thinks Kathy needs to get all of this like therapy and work. It just, you could tell 
she was just loving that she had a reason to try to bring Kathy down. And you saw it again in the car with Erica and you could almost just see the setup. Like she's like, it's cease and desist. I'm like, Oh God, like, here we go with a cease and desist for Lisa Renna. I was, it was a lot and it, it failed. And I mean, you know, I'm skipping over to the party when they they're talking about it. And Garcelle is like, wait, like Kyle, like, won't you want to stop with, for your friend? And she didn't. I just think like, yes, Renna witnessed what happened, but at the end of the day, what matters is the relationship between Kyle and her sister. And it's just like, stay the fuck out of it. Like we see it from Jersey, like stay, stay the fuck out of it. When it comes to family drama like that, um, that's ultimately between them. And I know she talks shit on the other women, but if the other women who were, who she talked shit on, don't seem to have a problem with it. Like, why do you like it? I just feel like this takedown feels so comical to me. Well, it just felt like so forced too. She was like, I mean, Kyle, you can't just sweep this under the rug. Honestly, Kyle can't, it's her sister. You know, if that's like, I, I having two sisters myself, I get kind of being protective of that relationship. And if there's something that like really bothers me, and I think it's different. Cause like Kyle didn't go to Rena and say, I'm really upset with Kathy. Help me, help me navigate this. It's like Rena's pushing Kyle to remain mad at Kathy when Kyle's like, for the sake of my family and maintaining a relationship with my sister, I have to let this go. And we, we know how hard and how hurtful it's been for Kyle to not have a relationship with her sister. So I can understand what she's like. I'm not going, I'm not going back down this path. And Rena just keeps pushing it really, really hard. I was really floored though when we get to, Kyle's party when she was like, Kathy looked into it and it came from Erica's publicist. Yes. When she confronted about the publicist and the leaks and Kyle finally for fucking finally is like putting it on the table. She's like, two can play this game. You were the mole. I believe it. And this was wild. The whole like publicist thing, because the U S version, we got a version that international got and the international version of the scene had the publicist kind of like eavesdropping on the conversation between Dorit and Rena or Dorit and Kyle. One of the, one of the two, somebody. Yeah. It was Dorit and Rena and it was Rena's publicist was like, there's shit going down. And like, you could hear him listening that, I mean, it was like wild. And I think it's like wild that somehow we didn't get that version. Um, We don't know why you guys are going to ask why I beats me. I'm looking for the same answer. I don't know. Well, it's crazy because I'm like, how quickly like other people like realize, I don't I would love to know who, like who figured it out. Like, wait Bravo a minute. Fans are fucking crazy. We yeah. like, know everything like the whole tequila bottle gate. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go spend time going into that. You guys can look into it. Um, but that just, that's the whole thing. We just, we don't miss a beat. We don't, nothing gets past us. I think it's past us. I though you could just tell the second Kyle said that they both start squirming. It's like, uh, uh, uh and then Erica, the only thing Erica could say was send me all that you have. Like, I think she was like, you know, going to try to pick it apart and find a way she wasn't guilty. But like, I believe she, I, I, I do believe one of them leaked it. Cause I do think it got out very quickly and you could tell the other women like weren't talking about it and didn't even really know what happened. Like this was, we, all this was leaking. We were hearing about this while they were still in Aspen and it seemed like Sutton and Garcelle weren't even really aware and crystal weren't even aware of what happened and didn't really understand what was going on. So I think both. And I, I 
think both and like word on the street, things that we've heard, we've, we've known people have heard of people who've received stuff from Rena's camp before as well. So now we said it, I believe it. I believe it too. Um, so that was the season. Um, and we will, like we said, break down the trailer and our Patreon, which I can't wait to talk about. So, um, this brings us to our shout out and I want to give my shout out. This is a special shout out to all of you that are one. I feel bad that you have to do this, but thank you to all of you that are selling your BravoCon tickets at face value. Uh, I say that because the only reason why I got to go in 2019 was because somebody sold their ticket at face value to me. The scalpers out there will sell it for like 10 times what they paid. It was disgusting. Like I think it, in total, it cost us around, cause we both had the same ticket. I think it was around like $750 for the one we had for the weekend. And I was looking online and like, there were versions for like 2,500, 3000. I think the cheapest one was 2,500. And I was like texting you, like, do I do it? Do I just spend this yeah, much no, money? It was insane. It was insane. Yeah. And so thank you to all of you. Like, well, I feel terrible. You can't go. I wish I had a better cancellation policy. Cause let's be honest, 90% of these people going are moms and you know, a kid's going to get sick or something's going to come up. And so I wish they had a better cancellation policy. But um, that being said, thank you to all of you who are messaging us to h- help you sell yours, but that you're selling it at face value and helping somebody else get to go to BravoCon. I just think it's really sweet. And I appreciate you not trying to capitalize um, off of people's you know, desire to go. Yes, I, I love that. Um, I'm going to give my shout out. Um, it's going to be to Hillary Swank. So she's an actress. She is 48 and she's expecting twins. So all of that to say is, I think depending on the wants and needs of what you're looking for in your life, I don't think there's ever an age. Um, it's never too late, I guess is what I'm getting at. I'm getting a little mushy, but it's never too late, um, to kind of get what you're looking for, whether that be love your dream job or whatever it may be. So I just found that heartwarming. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Um, well, and we love all of you. Uh, just a little programming note. We will not have a new episode next week. We will, it's hard to believe, but a week from today, we are like in the midst of BravoCon. Um, that being said, we will have, of course, a special BravoCon episode where we'll break it down and share everything with you guys. Um, but if you'd like to make sure you don't miss out on that, subscribe to our podcast. If you have a few seconds, please hit a five-star review. Um, and even if you have a few more seconds after that, Leave us a written review. We see the good and the bad, um, but we really appreciate the good. And if you'd like to support us monetarily, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash real moms of Bravo. And with that, we will see you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes give up on a workout you failed seriously what the hell we're body we've been a part of that too but not anymore at body we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality not in a pizza monday kind of way in a loving your whole life kind of way in a this workout is fun and it's okay if i take a week off kind of way in an i'm eating healthy and it's okay if i indulge kind of way in a I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.